in doing my episodes the way that I do them, uh, and the podcast, obviously, the way that I have it structured, I'm going to miss some things when it comes to covering certain topics, uh, like I did with my black episode. <clears throat> and there's going to be a couple of things that I talk about today on that, and I'll try to, to make it as brief as possible, uh, try and keep it not boring. Um, and in a way, in a wake, in the wake of recent situations, experiences, and videos, uh, there's a couple of things that bring to mind uh, a couple of aspects of that episode that I wish I would have remembered to talk about. And uh, that would be one language and two self projection. Uh, I'll explain that here in a minute. So, first up, I'm in the left-hand lane. You would imagine it wouldn't be so fucking bumpy. But it's Michigan, so there's fucking bumps everywhere. Uh, for anybody that's never driven in Michigan, I know this is a super side-branching of nothing, but uh, our roads suck dick, and there are potholes everywhere. That being said, um, I, had, uh, I had a couple of things happen that, like I said, I experienced... Uh, situations that I was either in or I watched, and uh, a few videos that I saw as well. And uh, it brought to mind language. Um, one of the biggest ones would be a video from, I think her name's Caitlin Bennett. She works for InfoWars uh, with Alex Jones. She was the Kent State uh, University, or University of Kent State uh, gun girl. She was the one that took the picture with the AR-15. Uh, for her graduation picture, she uh, also has her own YouTube channel called Liberty Hangout. And she was interviewing a girl, I think the word was racist, racism, that they talked about. And um, the girl, like they, I think Caitlin asked her, well, what's the definition of the word? And the girl was hard pressed to come up with the actual definition. I want to say it was racism, but then it also brings to mind another video I had seen where a guy, and it may have been Caitlin again, um, <clears throat> a guy who, and I'm going to paraphrase what he said, something to the effect of, uh, um, maybe sarcastically uh, talking about the Webster textbook definition of a word and how it didn't really matter and they weren't on the same page about the definition. And I too often see uh, people, man, what would they be? Not journalists, although I would call them journalists, um, who interview people on the left and they, um, they let them buy with shit like that, where they'll be like, oh, well, that's just not, that's not the definition we're going to agree on. Well, that's the difference here, is that in a society and where you have some form of structure, some form of civilized dialogue between people in order to have a, a properly working uh, government as well as economy and things of that nature, we all have to agree on terms and definitions. So, to refer back to um, the Webster's Dictionary, that is what we should go by. Now, it changes, and much like the Constitution, there is a way of changing it. 
but it should be long and drawn out. Now, the Webster's Dictionary is, is much easier. I remember when they put in the word ain't. I don't know why I remember The Simpsons for some reason when, when that happened. I think it was the early 90s. Uh, and in a, a couple of other words, they introduced Twitter a couple, or I'm sorry, uh, twerking a couple years ago, which is another word I can't stand. And it's important that we all subscribe to that. Now, I'm not saying um, that the government should be able to come in and make us talk that way. I'm not saying that at all. In fact, I would be vehemently against that. Uh, as you know, I'm a pro-constitutionalist, an absolute constitutionalist. Um, so if you're going to talk, how are you going to talk? I'm fine with that. However, uh, it's also called a modicum of decorum, as in uh, there's a place and a time to act a certain way, right? You know, I'm not going to go into a church and start talking the way that I talk on here. Um, <clears throat> I'm also not going to go around my grandmother and start talking the way that I'm talking on here. Same if I were to meet the president. Now, I might drop a couple of F-bombs here and there, but, you know, that's neither here nor there. And not only that, I'm pretty certain he wouldn't come in all bashful. Like, oh my God, you just said the worst. You know what I mean? So, it's a modicum of decorum. And so, when we speak with one another, the best way to understand one another is to be on the same page. When it comes to English, it should be clear and concise. And when we're speaking to one another. <clears throat> now, you've heard me talk for however long you've been listening to me. And you know that I can get quite lackadaisical in my speech from time to time. Uh, I would not <clears throat> um, take offense at somebody going, you know what, It's maybe, <laughs> maybe talk a little clearer uh, when talking about this, that, or the other. Or talk shit about me talking and the way that I talk. Um, Another thing that I think hurts the black community, and you know how much I don't like the word community, uh, is Ebonics. Ebonics is a horribly lackadaisical, shitty way of talking, um, in which I think it's, it's to the point where it's a cause of division. It's almost anti-assimilation um, when it comes to our, <clears throat> excuse me, our society. And um, I don't think it's doing the black community any favors uh, when people talk with Ebonics. Now, that being said, I'm going to also extend out an olive branch and say that uh, I'm from the South. And we have a Southern accent down there. And I'm not talking about accents, mind you. I'm talking about a almost direct um, deterioration of the English language. Uh, we have something called twang down there, which is horribly lackadaisical. I've heard it said that people sound like they have a load of shit in their mouth when they're talking with hard twang. I had a neighbor <clears throat> whose son's name was Derek. Uh, she had an almost cartoonist, cartoonish, cartoonish twang to her voice that was irritating. Like, it's funny at first when you first hear it, and if you who aren't from the South were to have been around it for the first time, it comes off as fucking hilarious. Living next to that for years on end gets a little bitter after a while. Uh, I'll give you an example. Uh, back, in, back in the day when I lived there, <clears throat> he was about, I don't know, six, seven, eight years younger than me. Quite a bit younger than me. And so we would all play much, not much like the kids do today. We would play outside and we had to come in when the streetlights came on. 
Well, if ever he didn't come in right away, she would start calling his name. Like I said, it's cartoonish. She would say, Derek. Derek. I mean, it was so fuck. I mean, it was so bad. In the beginning, ha ha ha. After about six months of it, it's like, Jesus Christ, lady. Like, fucking talk to him. Tell me he has to be in beforehand so I don't have to hear your fucking voice. But, I mean, she, she'd call a truck a T-Ruck. I'm not fucking around. It's like the, every time, and this is, this is the thing. Um, what is the one accent you think of when projecting a stupid person? Usually it's going to be probably the southern accent. Most people do. Now, I didn't hear anybody saying that about Bill Clinton when he was president, even though he was from Arkansas, my birth state. Not that I'm trying to fucking represent that shit. Fuck him and fuck the Clintons. Watch, next thing you know, I'm going to be in a car accident because of that. Uh, I was referencing how they kill people for all sorts of reasons. Um, but her accent is a perfect representation of what I'm talking about. It's a lackadaisical um, accent and almost a purposeful, direct deterioration of our language. Um, is it always the worst? No, I guess it's not always the worst. I mean, sometimes I'll fucking sit there. When you hear me say, uh, what are some things that I say? That's, I guess, Ebonics. But when I say it, it's more just fucking around. I'm saying it sure to, like, answer somebody, but at the same time, it's like, oh, oh, he's not serious. This isn't something I would say in the middle of a fucking business meeting where I'd be like, oh, oh, that's what's up. You know what I mean? Oh, that's what's up. Uh, <laughs> but not just that, I mean, incorporated, oh, you almost missed that red light, didn't you? Why don't you back the fuck up? Let him back up. Gee, get on his ass, why don't you? For fuck's sake, this dude is in the middle of the intersection, and this retard in his fuck, oh, he's, <laughs> he's got a min- he's got a handicap <laughs> license plate, and it just called him a retard. Anyway, <laughs> he just backed up, he's, a- he is no more than two feet behind the guy that's in the middle of the fucking intersection. What a dick. Any hizzle. Uh, now, anytime I'm talking about stuff like this, listen, dude, you can take this shit with a grain of salt. It's not like it's going to be the end of everything. But I also just want to point it out in case you are an Abonics user and you're listening to me, you might start thinking, oh, yeah, I guess it would be better if I talked with clear and concise language. But I think it all adds up to the effect that it's more harmful for your society than uh, it isn't, than it would be if you were to use clear and concise language. And that goes into something else. Now, I wasn't meaning to spend too much time on that. But it goes into something else that uh, I wanted to talk about, which was self-projection. And it was, it's based off of uh, Maxine Waters. It always, she always comes into my head when it comes to this. I remember her talking about black people. Now, she's not the only one, but I remember her talking about black people. Uh, I'm sorry, specifically black men being afraid to walk down the street. Now, I think I talked about this at one point or another. Um, but I always call bullshit on that. And I think it ties into what I was talking about with uh, the Ebonics. I think that that is a, a type of projection of who you are as an individual. Um, but it would be... Okay, let's say... Now, one, she's bullshitting you. Black men are not afraid to walk down the street. If they are, I can guarantee you it's not in a good area. And what I mean by that is it's probably going to be in a big city where it's kind of going to be crime 
filled, which is why they're afraid to walk down the street. They're not afraid of... And her, her implication, her point of view is that they're afraid that they're going to get arrested by the cops. Um, and that's why I call bullshit on it. They're, no, that is not what's going on. If somebody's afraid of the cops, I guess I got I to gotta dial that back a little bit because of the truth, right? You're going to have a lot of kids, and, and it's well known that in certain communities... I hate that word. Black communities, maybe some Hispanic communities, uh, they teach their children or they teach one another to be afraid of the cops. And this has been going on for a couple of generations. And it doesn't help. Um, So maybe in that sense, maybe they could be. For the most part, and I think a perfect example would be New York and what's going on now in New York City where you have the... Uh, I just saw a video, and I'm sure you probably did too, like two or three days ago, of a guy throwing a fucking milk, an open or a, a semi-filled milk carton or bottle, whatever, at a police officer, and the guy didn't do shit. The cop didn't do a fucking thing. They were trying to, the fire department was out there, and the police were kind of holding per, the perimeter, and they were trying to put out a fire, and uh, this gentleman just so happened to be black, threw a like a half-filled milk carton or whatever at the cop. And the cop had to duck and didn't go after him. So you're telling me that that black guy is afraid to walk down the street. I highly doubt it. I would be after that, for fuck's sake. The cops can probably get you. Not in New York City with Mayor de Blasio because he's a piece of shit. Um, but like I said, I mean, it's not going to be in, in any other place other than major cities where, and it's going to be a, a, a dangerous area of said city of any sort or the entire city of Detroit, you know, one or the other. Um, but I'll, I'll also add this. Let's go ahead and play in, in that ridiculous game from Maxine Waters that black men are afraid of walking down the street. Now there's a couple things to this and this actually dials back to the black episode and what I was talking about being one of the major, uh, factors that is hurting the black community. Um, and that would be the self-projection. What I mean by that is, what are they wearing? Is this a black guy that's walking down the street in clothes that fit him? Um, is this a black guy that's walking down the street in a business suit? Because I can guarantee you, cops ain't looking at that guy. Is this a happy-go-lucky black guy? Or are we talking about a black guy that looks like every fucking rap video that we have ever seen? Because that guy... Um, yeah, I can see why the cops might look at him. You want to know why? Because for the past, what are we, almost three, one, two, three, three decades? One, two, wait a minute. Yeah, one, two, three. Almost three decades worth of rap music depicting black men as having to be drug dealers and murderers, um, uh, pimps, and all sorts of these other negative stereotypes uh, that have been developed within the past 30 years. Um, and they're saying it in almost, at not obviously not every single rap song, but they're saying it in the vast majority of rap songs of how bad they are and how, how many bad things, uh, evil and, and uh, law-breaking things that they do. So after 30 years, and you see a guy walking down the street that looks like a fucking rapper, odds are he's probably a criminal, Right? That would only make sense. You're, you're putting one and one together and coming out with two. Maxine Waters seems to turn around and, and a lot of uh, leftist liberals would agree, I think, with her. 
that it's just the police are racist. Now, I'm still going to do, and this isn't it, but I'm still going to do an episode on police brutality, uh, and this isn't necessarily part of it. <clears throat> but, uh, yeah, that, if, you're, if you want to know why cops are, are cracking down on, on uh, I don't want to say on black people necessarily, necessarily uh, but on men, I don't even know if I can say that. How about I say it from this angle? Guys that look like that are more than likely usually going to have the police's attention. And it's kind of well worth it, right? I mean, if there was a whole bunch of cowboys, if there was a whole bunch of country music stars for the past 50 years that were talking about how they are uh, pimps and they're drug dealers and they, uh, they kill every cop that they come across and this, that, and the other... I would imagine that the cops would look at a dude in a cowboy hat and boots and go, eh, you're probably a criminal. I'm going to watch you. And then the cowboy would be a little uh, anxious of being around cops. That would make sense. So, um, I don't know. I don't know how to get people to stop doing either one of those things. Maybe don't. Maybe us don't be afraid of talking with clear and concise language around them, even though they'll turn around... That's that was another thing. I don't know if I talked about it too much, but um, within the black community, well, you're just hanging on the black community. Listen, dude, this affects just about every single community. That's I shouldn't say every single community. How about every single race to some regard that's out there? Um, if you think that there aren't Hispanics and Asians and and whites that dress up in fucking clothing and apparel that look like they're from a rap video, you're out of your mind. It happens all the time. I went through it when I was about thirteen or fourteen. Um, but in, uh, in, in the black community, you do have, uh, this negative connotation set to anybody who's smart. Um, anybody that does use clear and concise language. Uh, I just thought about it again the other day. I was watching, um, was it Jeopardy All-Stars? Me and my wife play it and she tends to kick my ass. She, we play skins for questions. So, uh, oh, trust me. I wish it was skin. Uh, for each question. However, I'd be naked as shit. <laughs> She'd still have on <laughs> everything. Um, sh- uh, but there is a negative connotation within the black community of uh, being smart and and being learned and talking with a clear and concise uh, um, accent, language, tone, tenor. <laughs> I can't think of words right now. Uh, and I just did get done with a 23 and a half hour, uh, no solid food fast. That was super fun. Kind of have a headache now. I haven't done it in a while. I had to build up and I didn't build up very well. I did like an 18 hour fast and then went into another 19 hour fast, but then went into the 20. Oh, so anyway, um, sorry for the burps. That's because I'm, I just ate thinly. See what I mean? I mean, I'm not saying there should be any kind of law against it. What I'm mostly saying is, hey guys, anybody that participates in that shit, don't be shocked when you have a cop that comes around and goes, I'm going to keep an eye on this guy. Because that would only make sense, right? And maybe even tell it around to other people. And maybe that'll get people to stop doing the stupid shit. Because by the way, that's stupid shit to do. Um, For the most part. No, I don't even know if I can say that. Maybe I need to dial that back a little bit. Because I play around with that, with that, um, with talking in bonics and uh, not so much dressing a certain certain that certain way. I mean, I would I want people to have the freedom to dress and talk and all that other shit that they want to do. Um, 
I don't know. It's almost like a, I guess I believe in a, in promotion and promoting certain things. Um, and that tends to kind of deal with it. It's almost like the free market of, of ideas. You know, the more you promote something that's good, the more people will kind of get on board with it. Kind of like a salesman with a, with a quality product. It's a lot easier of a sell. If I'm explaining this, now I kind of feel like I'm starting to dig myself in a hole. It doesn't make a lot of sense. Um, anyway, so the, the main focus to take away from it is language and projection of self. Uh, and anybody that participates in the negative aspects of that, don't be surprised when you have um, the law enforcement and authorities who um, tend to give you a little bit more focus than everyone else. Uh, maybe don't maybe don't make those two things coincide with everything negative. You know what I mean? Uh, maybe that might be the difference. I think I I think I obtained. The, what I was trying to do with this. Went a little over, about six minutes over uh, for the 15-minute clips that I wanted to do. So, hey, whatever. Be accountable, be responsible. Don't move